What's up, Lions fans, and welcome to the Blue Blood Podcast. This is your host, Jonathan, alongside your host, Colton. Hey, guys. How's it going? And we're coming at you with episode 23, the Lions and Packers preview. Um, this is an interesting matchup. I think we can both agree that this is our hardest opponent out of our next four weeks, or last four weeks of the season. So I'm curious to see what your prediction is going to be. And we're going to go ahead and roll into the injury report, give you guys some matchups and our predictions. So... Let's go ahead and just start off with the injury report. Um, my guy is out, I'm guessing, which kind of sucks. So right now there are three guys who have not practiced at all this week, and that is Crosby, Galladay, and Okuda. I don't think any of them are going to go if they haven't practiced at all. There's no way they're going to go from a non-participant to a full. Not having Okuda is going to suck with Trufant on IR again. And then no Galladay. Hopefully Marvin steps up, has another 100-yard game, and no Crosby. Oh, let's go Matt Nelson. I don't know what to say. What do you think? I don't know, man. So I think I talked about it last time how Galladay traveled with the team to Chicago and was running sprints in the end zone. So, like, he's got to be close, right? I don't know. Like, he's not that close if he didn't practice at all this week. Like, I mean, I don't don't even know. I don't know what the thing is. Maybe it's a collision thing, like – Maybe he gets hit in the hip and then he's done for. I don't know. Yeah, so I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if he was limited maybe tomorrow and then had a chance at playing it and it's doubtful, but I don't know, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think any of the three are going to play, and it sucks, but I think we'll be all right as long as we use Hawk more, which we've been slowly doing, which is good. By the way, shout out to TJ Hawkinson. He's been leading in Pro Bowl votes. That's amazing. Yeah. Which, I mean, who else are you going to vote for with Kittle injured? But still. Um, Who else do we got? We got Sorry, low practice. One note real quick about Galladay. Because I don't think we're going to talk about him for the rest of the for the episode. Um, Probably is nothing, but something to keep an eye on. It looks like he bought a Lamborghini this week. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. And it's, like, lion's blue, so. It's just a color. No, what I'm saying know. is if you're making, what's he making, like 700000 a year? Yeah, I mean, if he invested well, he's fine. No, the, well, well, what? probably nothing once again, but yeah. Anyways, nothing. It's probably nothing, so let's move on. But still. um, Yeah, full participant um, carry on on Thursday, which is good. We... we I don't know. I don't. I don't really know who we need. It, but then Swift has had a low practice for both. I yeah. think he'll be questionable. I really hope he can go. I don't. I think if he doesn't go, I I'm, I'm nervous if he doesn't go. I'm just gonna say that Stafford's on the injury report, which is interesting for him having limited two times in a row. He's been limited ever since he hurt his thumb, though. So yeah, that's true. Um, one, two, three, four. Three guys, C.J. Moore, Hand, and Bryant, of course, the guys that are just used to being on um, the injury report. And then C.J. Moore is limited, which will suck for our special teams, but I think we'll be fine. Yeah, I mean, special teams did, did just fine last week without him, so. Exactly. So I think we'll be okay. And then for the Packers, they have two guys. One didn't practice after I had a low practice, and then another one. Has not practiced at all this week. Jay Sternberger, their what second, third string tight end. Yeah. And then Mercedes Lewis also did not practice today, which could have been a rest day for a vet. So, 
they're relatively healthy, even though they have a lot of guys on the injury report. Yeah. Um, sorry, just looking through. Yeah, the only big names on here have practiced fully. Was I mean, Jar- Lazard is decent. He's probably their third. Eh. He's probably yeah, their but, third. But yeah, but he was on. I- what I mean is, he is on IR for that core injury. So. Yeah, exactly. I don't see him playing. Um, Wait, what? Do you think he will play? Oh yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is he's been on? I'm pretty sure he's been on their their injury report ever since he came back from from IR. Oh, he has played recently. I haven't been paying attention to him. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. You, you don't pay attention yeah. to Packers games. Exactly. Um, and then Wagner's been limited, but other than that, I don't see anybody. Yeah, I don't see anybody with limited. So, okay, got the injury report in. Go ahead and give me your matchups, one on D, one on O. What do you got for me? So, offense. We'll start with the offense first. Um, I'm going to go with Bevel. And then Mike Patin's still their defensive coordinator, right? Yeah, I think so. So I'm going to go with Bevel as our offensive coordinator slash head coach, or interim head coach, mm-hmm. uh, versus Patine. I think that – I still think the Lions are going to put up a ton of points. Um, yeah, I think they are too. And then, let's see, I'll go ahead and give you my defensive matchup, and then you can give me your two. Okay. Um, so for my defensive matchup, I'm going with the defensive line versus the Packers' offensive line. Um Week two when they played, they held up just fine. Um, yeah. The first half, and <laughs> then got kind of bullied and kind of bullied, dude. Con- we got killed. <laughs> yeah. What up? We got killed. What up? What two hundred yards rushing, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um. So, and that's gonna be. I think that's gonna be a big challenge for them. Um. With Danny Shelton still out, or on IR, I guess. Yeah, Penasini's going to have a big game. Hopefully. I don't know. And then to your point on Bevel versus Patine, the Packers' defense this year ranks 15th, points 4, 11th in yards, and uh, 14th in rushing, and 11th in passing. So We're above average. Yeah. Probably 13, 14th ranked unit, somewhere around there. Yeah. So they're okay. I mean, they're not anything special, but... I think we'll light him up again, to be honest. Um, offensive matchup, I'm going to go... Honestly, screw it. I'm going to go Hawk. I think if he has... If he has 100 yards, we win. I don't know. When's the last game he had 100 yards? Has he been had 100 yards since his first game? Or has he only been having 80 and 90, huh? Yeah, he's been... East. I don't think he's had 100 this year, has he? Oh, look, hold on. Okay. Which is why it's hard to say that he's going to actually have 100 yards. I think he needs to have, like, I guess what I'm trying to say is he needs to have, like, two big plays. One's where he's able to catch and run for 30, 40 yards, something like that. Okay. Um, This season, he has not had a 100-yard game. Wow. He's been close. He's had an 89 and an 84, but no 100. Yeah, if he gets 90 or above, I think we win Ooh. with a touchdown. Um... Defensive, I think that I agree with you. Stop Aaron Jones, you win. I'm going to go with that. I'm going to go with the linebackers, though, instead of the D-line. I think if Jamie Collins has a good game, he shoots gaps well, and whoever else we horribly throw in at linebacker. I hope it's Ragland. Um, 
Yeah. They're able to stop him. Yeah, I think me and you have both been saying all year that Rivlin's been, like, one of the surprise, not surprise signings, but... Uh, for how much we signed him for, yeah. Yeah, he's like been he one cheap. of the best value signings from this last offseason. Yeah, so I think if Raglan gets a good dose and is our second, then we're fine. And then... Yeah. And then I feel like we need to talk about this. Um, obviously, Aaron Rodgers playing at an MVP level. Uh, him and Mahomes are pretty much the front runners with Kyler Murray falling off. Josh Allen hitting a slump a couple like, weeks, six and seven. Um, so I feel like I need to talk about, about this matchup, but Devontae Adams versus whoever. Um, he's been lighting it up, carrying carrying my ass through the fantasy playoffs. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, there's not really something to talk about there. Like, I was talking about, um, I was talking with Pierre from the Pride Podcast last night. If you had to choose between a 200-yard game from Devontae Adams and a 200-yard game from Aaron Jones... <laughs> I'm going Devonta Adams all day, and we won't lose like that. Oh, all right. I, I don't know. If we keep Aaron Jones to a hundred all-purpose yards or less, we're gonna win the game. Probably. Period. I want their offense to pass the ball fifty times. If we shut down Aaron Jones, we will win this game as long as our offense stays as what it was last week. I truly believe we can put up forty. We put up 35. That's five more points. We put up 34, but I count as 35 because it'll make an extra point. So it's more of not. We're not a Matt Patricia Lions anymore. We're not. We're not a team that's going to win the game 20 to 17 because Correct. our defense is absolutely horrible. We're going to play in shootouts, and I want us to play in a shootout. We've had. There's been a conversation this whole week on Twitter off of okay, are we going to play ball control, hold the ball, keep it away from him? I agree. I think that's a big thing. But however Bevel wants to run it, so we score, we need to score a touchdown every drive. Yeah. Every drive. And if we do, we're fine. We need to outscore them. We can't out-defense them. I truly yeah. believe that. I think that I think that we can. If, we, if they give us the pass, okay, Stafford throws for 400 yards. That's fine. If they give us the run, then sweet. Swift. Or a mix of carry on Adrian Peterson, we go over 100 yards, we'll be okay as long as we get in the end zone. I don't care. I don't care how we do it. But the thing is, is I do not want them to run the ball against us because if they're able to do that, they're going to wear down a defense and we're not going to have a shot. But if we stop Aaron Jones, we can win the game, period. So I know they're a good team. I'm not stupid. But if you shut down Aaron Jones, our offense can take on any defense, period. Also, I wanted to pull this out for those of y'all who are still paying attention to this. Um, Lions right now... <clears throat> Um, I'm looking at this. It's a website called Projects 538. Um, just a playoff simulator for the NFL. Lions currently sit at a 3% chance for the playoffs. And if they win this game, I believe it pops up to 10%. I mean, so, that's not a ton. That's not a ton, but, but it's the... if you According to this, if you win out, you're at like a 98% chance to make the playoffs. True. So, um... Off of uh, actually this episode, I, w- I did say we were going to talk about GMs and head coaches. We're actually going to talk about that next episode. Um, we have more time slotted in for the post-game thoughts, so we'll do that then. But, yeah, no. Off the playoff race, I think we talked about it. The Vikings need to lose two. Cardinals need to lose one. Bears need to lose one. And, yeah, we got to win out. 
Yeah. It's um, all all the teams we play are currently in a playoff spot. So. Yep. Uh, the Vikings are just out, aren't they? Nope. Aren't they? They're the seventh seed. Are they? Yep. They took over the Cardinals. They flipped to the Cardinals. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, so. Let's see. Yeah. Oh, and then I guess I'll go ahead. No, I did both. Yeah, Hawk and then yeah, the linebackers. So I don't know. What do so, you think? What's what's your score prediction? Do you think we're actually going to win this game? Honestly, no, absolutely not. What do you think, think the score is going to be? Somewhat respectable. I think we're looking at a classic Lions like early 2010s type scoring, um, where offense puts up a ton of yards, but the defense can't stop anybody. So 2011. Uh yeah, like that's <laughs> that, mm. yeah 2011 even 2014. No, at 14, we had the number one defense in the league. No, that was... Yeah. No, it was number three, but we still lost 30-20 to 20 that year. I know. But um, right now, I have the score... I think Lions score 31. Four touchdowns and a field goal. And then the Packers score 38. So five touchdowns and a field goal? Um, Yeah. You think we lose by one touchdown? I do. I saw Damn. some insane stat, and I'm pretty sure it's right, if if I'm remembering it correctly, that the Lions haven't lost to the Packers in Detroit by more than seven points in, like, the last ten years. Are you serious? Yeah. It's probably wow. wrong, because that's doesn't, that sounds wrong. But then going back, like, okay, 2019, we only lost by four? Like, 24-20 or something like that. Yeah, I know it's always been close, but... That's crazy. 2018 we won, 2017 we won, 2016 we lost by four. 2015 was close too. 2015 was close because they won on the last second We might have won in 14. I don't remember. They did win in in 14. It was like 14 to 7. Then 2013, that was 40 to 10. I was at that game Hmm. for Thanksgiving. But yeah, kind of nuts. Wow, that's weird. I don't... That's a random stat, but okay. Um, all right. I'm, I don't know the right word for this or the right phrase, but I'm going all out. So I think the Lions win 38 to 35. 38 to 35? Yes. I think our defense stops them once, and that's gotcha. all we need. Sweet. I think we can hit 42. I think that's, like, I think that is improbable. But I think we can hit 38. I think we can score five touchdowns. I think we can. Sweet. I know that's kind of insane, but. No, I think I think that's, once again, I don't think our offense is going to be a problem at all. Um, I think if we do have Galladay, though, we win. But I'm not expecting, I'm not expecting him to play, so I think it's more of a, 35-65 matchup. 35% we win, 65% they win. Maybe even higher. I'd probably them. give us a 40% chance right now. <laughs> all right. I'm just going all out. If we win, we win. I'm happy. Everyone else is like, holy crap. I'm not, I will not be surprised if we win. I won't be surprised if we lose. I won't be surprised if we get absolutely killed still. <laughs> uh, let me also say this. I'm not going to be terribly disappointed if we lose because a higher draft pick would be more... Um, appreciated, I feel like, from a new head coach. And that's another conversation is I actually, that 
whatever that graphic was going around our Twitter was actually pretty impressive. I don't think it matters where we draft. It matters who we draft. Yeah. Yes, I get there's some elite players in the top 10, but yeah, it's not choose, a big deal to me anymore. I want to win. If you choose the wrong guy, then it doesn't matter anyway. So Exactly. We just need a good GM. I'm not worried at all. Yep. But okay, all right. I think that is it. Um, this is this is it, people. Um, we lose this game. Our chances of making the playoffs are pretty much toast. Eight and eight is not good enough this year. So our yep. season pretty much over if we lose this one. It's a completely different narrative either way. So it's gonna be interesting to see how this turns out. Also, sorry. One last thought. I think. If Bevel manages to win this game, he starts being looked at seriously as a head coaching candidate for next year. I completely agree. 100%. And, and I don't hate that. I don't either. So If we win this game, I don't care how we win it. I don't care if we win by one point. I don't care if we win by 13-10 to 10 for some weird, magical, parallel universe. I don't care. But just win. It's all we yep. got to do. Yep. But okay. All right. Thank you guys very much for joining us on episode 23 of the Blue Blood Podcast, and let's get a Lions win. Peace out, y'all. Peace out. Go Lions.